Hey everybody, welcome to an episode, a conversation episode. <laughs> so it's been a whole lot of me talking at you guys recently, but I've got my friend Sophia back on. Uh, for those of you who remember, I interviewed her for the single sessions. Sophia and I know each other because we went on a mission trip together 10 years ago now to Ethiopia. She is a single woman, also has an, a 14-year-old adopted daughter, uh, full of wisdom, full of grace, full of humor and insight, and I love talking to her. So we dive in this week to the topic of preparing for what you're praying for, like preparing, believing, acting in faith, and being ready for the gift or the answer that you're hoping God will give you so that when he gives it to you, you can handle it. It's a cool topic and we go in so many good directions that I broke it up into two episodes. So enjoy this first episode. Come back next week for part two. We, it was probably like two months ago we did the episode yeah. of Singleness, yeah? Yeah, I think it was August. Yeah, well, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Thank you for having me. Yes. So that um, episode, by the way, is one of my most listened to <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think, um, well, awesome. all of all of the singleness episodes are ranked mm. up there, some of the highest. So uh, that might be a lot of my friends because I told them all of them were very good. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, I, it was so funny. I was listening to both parts because I had recommended it, and then I was like, "Man, I don't even remember what half of what I said." Like, I want to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> I want to make sure I want people to hear this. Um, and so I was listening to it on the way down, um, home to Tennessee, and. Haley was like my 14 year old. She was passed out in the passenger seat, like, you know, sleeping and stuff. And she woke up <laughs> right when I was telling that story about, um, how, when you have the Bible between you, you won't do anything sinful. But then I started making out with my boyfriend, kick the Bible onto the floor of the, of the car. And she looks at me and she was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's what you heard. <laughs> I know. I was like, of all the great wisdom <laughs> of all the wisdom hear- in that like <laughs> few hours of <laughs> that's so funny. funny well that's Im- that's important for them to know too <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> to some degree yeah. um yeah no I just I love talking to you and I enjoy um your wisdom and so the reason that you're here today we're not actually going to talk about singleness specifically though I'm sure it'll come mm-hmm. up but mm-hmm. um you recently did a reel on Instagram that I did watch and mm-hmm. it was very short and mm-hmm. pretty profound and it got my mind thinking about a lot of things. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, go ahead and share with everybody the gist. I don't know if you remember it word for word, but of what you said. I'll say, I hope I can remember it word for word, but um, essentially it's just my face. <laughs> and I said, prepare for whatever you're praying for, because if you get it, you may be too exhausted and overwhelmed to appreciate it or take advantage of it. Um, and that just came to me a few months ago honestly mm-hmm. um and I can I can share like some yeah. context but um yeah it just hit and I did that really fast posted it didn't think much of it it got almost instantly like within an hour about 10,000 views so I was like okay like that's pretty good thought it was going to just be done um and I posted it a couple of months ago or 
uh, about a month ago. And um, every day I open up my app and I have about a hundred new likes and about a thousand new, new views and stuff. So yeah. apparently Isn't people are really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm honestly like, I, if I post anything else, I have no idea if there's interaction because it's just, I'm so overwhelmed oh, with all the notifications. Yeah. <laughs> I posted something once two or three years ago that said boyfriends don't get husband privileges. And mm. And that one was the same way. I mean, for like six months, it was, I was yep. getting new followers every day and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yep. okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, this concept of preparing what you're praying for, mm-hmm. I do want to know where that came from. Like what, what's the context for you? So where it started, um, and I, I do not mean to step on anybody's toes with this, but moms are going to potentially have toes stepped on. Um, but one thing that I see a lot is moms will say that they don't have any, they struggle to have community and friends and that kind of stuff. Um, and if the context of that is once they became a mom, all of their friends pieced out of their lives, like that's a different story. But what I see almost mm-hmm consistently, which is really sad to me Mm -hmm. is women, um, cling to their husbands so much that they honestly end up losing a lot of their friends and their community. And maybe every so often hang out with people. And then they so desperately want, um, a child that once they have that child, they look around and they're like, I need community. I need help. This is really hard. And it is, it is really hard. And unfortunately at that point, um, as adults, it's, it's difficult to create relationships. And it's even more difficult when you have the weirdest, you know, Mm -hmm. sleep patterned human that you're trying to take care of. And, um, you know, it's easier when you have people who have kids the same age, but then there's complications with that because nap times and feed times and, you know, all this stuff. And then I just see friends who burn out, you know, heavily in that. And so my brain was like, man, it's, I wish, we would be taught, yes, of course, prepare for like the birth and of course, prepare for like how to, you know, take it, keep a human alive their first like several years. Yeah. So that's really hard. Um, but I'm going, man, what if preparing, you know, a lot of women are praying, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. And I'm like, what if while you're praying to be a mom, you're preparing to be a mom. by building community? Yeah. What yeah. if you're preparing by learning yeah. how to ask for help? Um, what if you're preparing by yeah. taking care of your body and taking care of yourself so that, mm-hmm. I mean, even birth, like if we were preparing, you know, we're praying, oh, I hope birth is great. And then like, we don't really do anything to prepare for that. That doesn't make any sense to me. So my mm-hmm. context happened to be parenthood. Um, it has applied to a lot since then, um, but that's where it started. Okay. So it was a little bit more because you don't have young, a young daughter. So Correct. was it more just like you observed it in other people's lives um, and not so much like this was a conviction of something that you were praying for in your own life. It was. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. Especially since I talk about with my foster care journey and my parenting journey, my adoption journey, like all three of those, I have really solid community and it ebbs and flows. Like there's definitely some like um, lower points and some higher points, but um, essentially I say all the time, I could not have done it without my community and um, I cannot do it without my community. And I just saw how like the difference in my journey with parenting was overwhelming at times. And yet I had backup and it was awesome. Like it just was so needed. And about five years ago, I started really heavily building that community um, versus unfortunately just some friends um, and even topics 
and TikTok and and Instagram and whatever about adult friendships and mom friends and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so it wasn't a personal conviction. It was more an observation, but it also was an observation due to how my journey was, you know? Yeah. 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 When I started thinking about that, um, preparing what you pray for, mm-hmm. uh, which, which really to me, I mean, the two words you used were that you might be overwhelmed or exhausted. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can expand that to like, you might be yes. unprepared even, um, ill-equipped. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ill-equipped. There's a lot of different things. Um, so I started to just even kind of look at it from a biblical lens. The, mm. I, don't, I don't know if this fits in perfectly, but um, what I started to think about was the prodigal son who mm. was given a blessing that he wasn't ready for, mm. right? Like he, yeah. yeah, there was literally like a danger of him receiving that blessing too early. He had no mm. plan for it. He wasn't prepared for it. He wanted it. He took it. He squandered it. He lost it you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just this, like, I guess biblical warning almost to like, okay, God is good to us. He does bless us. He it's all over the word of God that he comes through for us, gives us blessings we don't deserve. So what are we doing? Yeah. To prepare for it. Yeah. Um, And I, I think, you know, we'll probably move on from the context of motherhood, but that point that sure. you have mm-hmm. to, um, you have to make sure that you have community. Like <laughs> when you get married, yeah. you can't just not have female friends or you can't not stay plugged into your church or, cause I'm seeing a lot of that lately too. Like post COVID, yeah. a lot of people who are like God fearing people who haven't really like got back in, got back into church. Yep. I'm like, yep. Oh my goodness. You need you're going to need this at some point. Yes. And and will you, that's, that's a way that people are like not preparing for their future is not being in church or not having community. Um, any other things come to you other than community or like being in church? I was like like, random, random quotes. Sure. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I mean like, like other things that people can maybe that they're not, um, well, we'll li- maybe we'll save that till the end so we can be like, okay, like, okay. what are some mm-hmm. things that you can do? Yeah. Um, yeah. But what have you personally maybe been praying for? Has it transitioned to, yeah, just more personal things, that concept since then for you? Yeah. So two things, um, one personal, one, well, both, both are personal. They're my life. Um, <laughs> but one is I um, work for a network marketing company and I, I've been doing it for several, several years. And this quote actually kind of hit as far as career goes, mm-hmm. um, because I just recognized there were certain like things that I wasn't focusing on, you know, with that, I wasn't taking the time to, you know, get better at, to hone in on. And a lot of it was like me and my leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, There are stories of people who do social selling, network marketing, influencers, you know, that type of stuff. And they explode like within 10 months, they Mm -hmm. go from like $0 to like six figures. It's, it's, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And I I remember like going, I would want to vomit if that happened to me, even though that would feel good Mm -hmm. as far as success goes, I would have nothing in place to be able to handle that. Like that would be overwhelming. And I laughed and I went, oh, well, there's that quote. Um, And so Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool to take 
something that was, you know, helpful in a philosophical mm-hmm. way um, and apply it to something I really do care about, which is my business and say, mm-hmm. well, am I preparing to have, you know, 10,000 people on my team? Am I preparing to have, you know, um, uh, hopefully speaking engagements? Am I preparing to, you know, those types yeah. of things that can come mm-hmm. from growth? Uh, and the answer was no. And so that's mm-hmm. been really good. Just the last few months, um, just reading, diving in, uh, I, I took a step back and I was like, I love receiving wisdom, but lately I haven't been seeking it. Um, and so mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, even like YouTubing Ted talks and like that kind of mm-hmm. thing and, um, learning different systems. And so that was a very practical, application for me within about a month or so of kind of yeah. thinking that about that quote. Um, and then another that. one is Wait, I, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cause I love that you went there kind of mentally in your mm-hmm. mind and you're like, okay, what if I, what if this did blow up? And all of a sudden I was making like a, t- a ton of money or something like that, or, mm-hmm. uh, just had, yeah, a bigger team. And you said, it made you feel overwhelmed or kind of sick to your stomach. Cause you're like, ah, what would I do with that? Um, yeah. like, how do you feel now? I mean, did you think it through? Did you, do you feel like just by kind of addressing that mentally and starting to prepare for it that you're like, uh, if it happened now, I feel like I'm ready or are you getting ready? Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm still not ready. Um, <laughs> so to, to conceptualize like that many people on one team is just bonkers to me. But um, I have started attending trainings with people who do have that size team mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. learning. Uh, I mean, a system could be as simple as like sending out emails, you know what I mean? And how, how to do that without it being overwhelming. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, let me dive into that one leg of a hundred, you know, that I need to learn so that I can do that really well. And it be second nature. So it's less, um, you know, fully prepared right now. And it's more like daily trying to dissect what I need to worry about, um, letting things happen as they happen and just kind of figuring things out as I go, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm not, (laughs) I'm so not there. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like because I had that realization, I have a chance at being there at some point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've had dreams. I mean, I hold all of these dreams with an open hand to the Lord. I'm like, if it works, I mean, if these things happen, fantastic. If they don't, it's okay. I trust you. But I've had dreams of speaking to like really large audiences, let's say. So, you know, like kind of nationally known women speakers who could speak to a whole arena. And (laughs) just recently, kind of the same thing for me, I mentally and I'm like kind of emotionally visualized myself on that stage and realized I wasn't ready. Mm. I was like, and and I like kind of lived it out. I lived the moment out and I was thinking, okay, there, if, if that's ever going to happen, whether it does or doesn't, I'm not ready for it. So I have ways that I can improve my speaking skills. I do Mm. need to know the word better. If I'm going to be leading Mm. that many women, um, I can, yeah, and that's I, humbling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to speak more frequently so that I can, mm. like, I don't really get nervous when I speak anymore, but I could still get even more comfortable on stage. I think, um, mm. ca- just character building, continuing to make sure that again, if you're on that large of a stage, that there's like nothing that people can kind of hold against you. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think there's something to be said about 
having a goal, but then actually picturing that life happening, you know, feel it, think it, what happens when God gives this to me? What am, am I ready? Yeah. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle it? Yep. Um, yeah. And so that goes back to my original motherhood that goes back to, yeah. you know, marriage, it, it can be applied to marriage. It can, you know, yeah. there's so many things that it's like, yeah, we can, des- I, it's okay to desire, you know, being loved, yeah. but, um, do you know how to handle it when somebody looks at you and is super just frustrated and overwhelmed by the day, you know, by what their day was and they take it out on you, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're kind of going, I, they're snapping at you and, you know, um, every little thing you do, they're critiquing and stuff. Do you know how to, are you preparing right now to be able to handle somebody else's opinion, somebody else's frustration, somebody else's yeah. burdens, yeah. because I'll guarantee you the answer is probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so So what's the other thing you said you were praying for that one um (laughs) marriage so um yeah I don't know like the last couple of months have definitely been heavy on the um you know desire for marriage and um there is absolutely nobody on the horizon so um Mm -hmm. kind of this happened to me years ago probably five or six years ago where I texted several friends and I said, listen, I don't know why, but this is just something that's, that's hitting me right now. You know, um, just kind of preparing if ever I were to have a husband, what are some things that you wish you could have worked on, um, as a single woman that are extra hard now that you're married, you know, that you kind of wish you could have, mm-hmm. um, yeah, sorted through, um, process, whatever, yeah. uh, several people mentioned, um, their relationships with their families so they could have better boundaries so that when a new person's introduced, um, you mm-hmm. know, you can do that in a really healthy way. Um, and then several people mentioned pride mm-hmm. and just how, like, when you think you're always right and nobody mm-hmm. in your life really tells you you're not all of a sudden you're going to have a spouse that will, you know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, just kind of in a, I'm in a headspace right now. I don't, really know what I need to be preparing or I I'm not even saying this like a prophetic, you know, and he's coming soon. Like, so I need to prepare, but just kind of one of those humbling moments of, as I pray and sort through wanting, um, you know, wanting marriage and that kind of thing, kind of going, what am I doing right now to be a healthy partner? What am I doing right now to, um, you know, even financially, like, what am I doing right now to like build a life and, and that kind of stuff. So I don't have much in that area. It's just one of them that's kind of recently, um, been like striking a chord for me. So yeah, that's, that's the other area. I just don't really know what to do with it, to be honest with you. (laughs) I remember, uh, when I was single, one of the things that, and I think it's per the individual, I mean, God knows what we need and, and where our weaknesses are and how our character needs to be built and all that. But, um, I remember when I was single, God really kind of gently told me that I needed to have roommates. Mm. There were times when I did live alone and there were times when I could afford to live alone, but I knew that if I had too much of my own time in my own space, Mm-hmm. and get too used to all of my own patterns. I just, there was a part of me that's like, I, oh, I literally physically in my home always want to have space for another person. Mm. You know, I want to make room for another yeah. person in my habits and in my preferences. Um, and so for me, that was part of, I think how I maintained a bit of like, I expect or am praying or believe that God is going to bless me with another person in my home someday. So 
there were a lot of times that I had roommates when I didn't necessarily need to have roommates. Cause I just knew yeah. that I would go down a road of <laughs> yeah, like major selfishness, you know, yeah. <laughs> I lived alone. Well, life. no, I agree. Um, I love living alone. Um, I did for a little bit before, you know, there's been like a couple of transition periods between roommates and then also before, um, being placed with, um, several foster kids that I've had throughout my journey. And, um, I loved it. <laughs> I loved coming home to quiet because I talked to people all day at work and it just felt really nice. Um, but I did think to myself at the time, man, this, I could get into a rut with this. Um, I don't think that's everybody. I just know yeah. myself and it's sometimes hard to let somebody else into your space. And then you think it's your space versus, you know, letting them in as opposed to it being their space. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, So there's even that, that that's a very like practical physical part. Like I don't want to get so, um, it's stuck in my ways that I can't open up, open up to like anybody new. Yeah. Um, what do you, I'll just say really quick because you said you're like, I don't really know how I'm supposed to be preparing for potentially being married someday. I'll just encourage you that I, I didn't know either, but I can look back now and see like with stunning clarity, just who God was developing me to be my character and how it perfectly blesses the man he had for me. Mm. So that's good. I think, I think along the, just like staying humble before the Lord (laughs) and yeah, you know, use me, shape me, mold me. Um, and, and he's perfectly making you maybe a a specific level of patient or a specific level of confident or encouraging, or, you know, and if you just let the Lord do the work in you, there's going to come a day where it's like, no, the, the guy's not perfect and you're not perfect, but truly like you are perfect for each other. And you are a major blessing in his life because you let God continue to develop you. Mm. Um, That's so good. Yeah. I think like in my head, in my, sorry, what'd you say? I just want to say, and it's like, it's actually in the last year, I mean, I've only been married a year and like two months now, but I have been, I have like lost it crying on multiple occasions. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. And it mm. just as a reminder for people listening, I was 39 when I got married. So that was a lot of years of things not making sense, yeah. but, but the, the man that God gave me, I, I am like perfect for him. And, mm. and I know that who I am as a woman, God had to make me into that. And how much I bless him is like probably one of the greatest gifts uh, you know, next to Jesus in yeah. my life. And so, um, yeah, just, I don't know, like, again, I wasn't intentionally saying I want to marry right. this type of guy. So I want to be this type of girl. I was just intentionally trusting God. Yeah. Well, I, I heard years ago, somebody talking about, once again, going back to the company I work for the network marketing company, they talked about like, um, people say they want, let's say time freedom. Okay. So, you know, of, of the things and it's like, okay, why? Well, I want to be able to have time to do devotions with my family in the morning, but we're running around like, you know, chickens with their heads mm-hmm. cut off right now, like whatever. And they just kind of were like, okay, well just humbly, I want to say you won't do it then Mm-mm. if you aren't willing to do something now. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that one that struck because I was going, um, 
you know, Haley and I started doing some kind of morning devotions. We don't do it every day, but sprinkle them in here and there. And, um, I was sitting there going, I, I want to have one day this, you know, in my, in my brain, I have this husband, wife, family picture pouring into our kids, that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, today I have a child, like, you know, in front of me. And so what am I doing Mm -hmm. to biblically Mm -hmm. grow her, you know, in, in scriptures and stuff. Um, and then it kind of poured into my soul and my heart and, you know, doing my devotions, getting that, you know, more consistent and that yep. kind of thing. Um, that had gone stagnant for a uh, long time. And girl, I think it is for 90% of Christians. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I loved the Lord, talked to him daily, dove yep. into, you know, my life with him, but did not dive into his word with him, yeah. <laughs> you know, very often. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. that can ebb and flow. Like that's, that's life. Um, but it kind of was one of those moments where I was going, what am I doing? Like, yeah, how am I, how am I leading? Well, how am I, you know, whatever, but I'm yeah. also going, if somebody came into my life today, yeah. would I look at that and say, oh yeah, like I'm ready on, even on a spiritual level. And at the point, at that point I was like, nope. So yeah. here we are, so, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I actually think, <laughs> This, this podcast is going to come out in two weeks. The, the one that's coming out tomorrow is all about spending time with the Lord. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> so I, I want to focus on this for a second because I actually yeah. think that that habit is the, like, it's the most foundational habit in our life, but it's the number one habit that's going to prepare you for any blessing the Lord has for you. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a system. I hate to call it that, but it's a system or a process or a habit that you put in place now because it's, it's already the most important thing in your life now. And it's not, you're not going to put that into place once you get married or once you have kids or once your business blows up, like, but maybe if you put it into place now, when all those things happen, because it's a habit in your life, all those things will come. You'll be, you know, just empowered by the Lord with the wisdom and the joy and the peace you need to handle all those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yes. I mean, to me, my brain was like, is it cheesy to say if put on the armor of God? Like, no, it's <laughs> no, it's not. Um, cheesy. <laughs> it's not, but yeah, I am telling you, I have had some flaming arrows coming yeah. at me the last yeah. few years. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't want to always be like, oh, I do monster care, but I mean, seriously, like I was a foster mom yeah. and there are some heavy hard things even Mm -hmm. post-adoption have Mm -hmm. had different but very heavy things that have hit and I thought like no amount of psychology no amount of you know um listening to daily affirmations no amount of books you know meditation on silence or podcast books you know nothing actually character and like deep deep soul (laughs) prepares me for those moments. Mm-mm. And I can learn how to speak, you know, gentler. I can learn how to handle, mm-hmm. you know, this type mm-hmm. of thing, but it's like at the end of the day am I building yeah. the kingdom of God with yeah. how I'm approaching that situation? Well, if I am not spending time in the word, I don't know if I am. Yeah. And so when I'm putting on that armor of God, when I have, you know, the shield and the helmet and the belt and the, you know, all these different mm-hmm. things, it's like those, those moments, literally I had a moment this morning where I was waking up and I was frustrated and irritable. Yeah. And I took a moment to pray and 
about 12 seconds later, I needed to apply that patience and kindness I just prayed for. And I did, it was very like miraculous almost. Um, and I thought like, that is it. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is spiritual power. Uh, Yeah. But but I'm like, man, the, the, the irritable and the frustration and the angst and the, you know, whatever, whatever arrow that was this morning. Yeah. God literally blocked it for me. Oh yeah. And that's what he did. Yeah. 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 And and I love God with my, I mean, I've dedicated my whole life is his I'm surrendered to him. I'm he's my Lord. And yet there's something different about just saying that, knowing that even kind of like listening to Christian music, talking to him, I do ministry all day, but if I'm not quieting my heart and acknowledging just in stillness, like being still and knowing that he's my God and just communing with him, kind of looking at his face and letting him, well, talking to him really, and letting him talk back to me personally about Mm -hmm. my day. Right. Mm -hmm. All those other things will not do for me on a spiritual level. They won't, uh, strengthen my soul the way being alone with him in quietness and stillness and opening his word and praying will do. They just won't. They won't. won't. And I think, and that's the harder thing to do. Like, honestly, I think praying is Yeah. And I, I mean, I said this in the podcast that's Mm -hmm. coming out tomorrow. I said, it's hard because it's spiritually powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Satan is not going to attack us when we try to download a new podcast, but he is going to say, uh Oh, she's about to go call on the one who I asked you like Satan bows to him. Uh Uh, Meaning Satan is, you know what I mean by that, right? Like, yes. mm-hmm. like the one who has power over him, she's about yes. to go call on him. So I would really like to distract her right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I read a <laughs> study recently that said human beings now have a shorter time or attention span than, um, goldfish. <laughs> like by a whole second. <laughs> I thought goldfish so... was only like a second. <laughs> no goldfish. I think it's like, let's say, let's say it was, you know, 3.9 and ours is like, um, or I think it was 4.9 and ours is 3.9 or something like that. <laughs> and I just was sitting there going, are you flipping serious? And yeah, at the same time, I'm going, yeah, that tracks because, um, yeah. Yeah. when I am praying a lot of times it's on the way I drop Haley off, um, to school and I have about five to 10 minutes of driving from her school to, um, work. Mm-hmm. And I turn the radio off and I pray out loud and it's honestly is so good and it's so refining and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. really helps me kind of shape my mind for the day yeah. um, and my focus and stuff. <laughs> but I can do that while driving and still, you know, and it still be deep and it still be good and helpful and all kind of stuff. But like with, let's say scripture memorization, for instance, I need to be sitting and focused. I can't have music. Yeah. I can't have people yeah. coming in and out of the room. I can't have, you know, I can't have a yeah. Uh, I can be cooking and listening to it or something, you know, I have to sit and like fit, focus and pay attention. It might also still only take me five minutes, but there is something about the work well, that yeah. it takes to do it. Undivided attention. Like yes. God wants our undivided attention, which yes. means for me, that literally means no phone in the room unless yep. worshiping. I mean, part of how I commune with God most powerfully is by worship. And so sometimes I'll have like a YouTube song on, but um, yeah, that the, I don't know how we totally got off on this track, but I know <laughs> we'll prepare like the, the armor of God and, well, you know, yeah. And I yeah. think, mm-hmm. I mean, as we're talking about it, I'm like, 
we could sit here and I know explore all the ways that women can be preparing for what they're praying for and for their goals. But then we're almost just like another self-help conversation. And yeah, the reality is, and maybe we will hit on some of that, but the, the reality is I, I do believe that God first and foremost, before he wants to bless us, he wants to be with us. And yes. so he's like, okay, this child makes me a priority every day. And not just because, oh, he's like selfish, but because the, she knows this is where ultimate wisdom comes from. She knows this is where her power comes from. She knows this is where her joy comes from. And yeah. because she knows all those things, I can give her these other things now because they're not going to be, they're not going to replace me. They're not going to be an idol. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, is, isn't that the most profound way that we can prepare for any blessing is to yeah. learn to be with our God. <laughs> well, and I, I think when I was younger, I would hear what you just said and think, um, workspace faith and very mm. like, I have to earn my blessing. And I think like often I'm going, okay, so I don't want to pull the parenting card, but as a parent, like and this is just the, the way I get to learn this lesson. There's so many other ways to learn it. But um, I look at Haley and I think I want her to have the things that she really wants, whatever, you know, whatever big thing, let's say it's dating, you know, I want her to be able to date and that's a pretty big responsibility. And also I want her to be able to view herself well, you know? And so what things do I want within her dating relationships you yeah. know, for her to do naturally. Okay. Well, how can I prepare her? How can she step it up in responsibilities? How mm -hmm. can we work together to get to a place where we're both really confident, you know, and where she's at so that something that she wants can happen. And yeah. that to me is really what mm -hmm. I have grown in knowledge in, um, is it's less that God's going, um, come on, like, you know, do a little song and dance to see if I might, it's like the lottery and maybe you're the, the lucky winner today type of thing. Yeah. Um, and more like, I don't want to give this to you because it will crush you. Like it yeah. will crush you. Yeah. Um, 100%. and we're seeing that in marriage statistics, you know, like divorce rates and stuff like that, where, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, Hey, are we doing the hard work so that when we do mm -hmm. receive it, it doesn't crush us. I think that is what mm -hmm. I've just learned. So I love what you said, but I also wanted to pause and go, man, younger Sophie definitely kept hearing in the, in that wisdom, you have to earn, like you have to earn it. You have to earn his favor almost, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, Oh shoot, that's not, yeah, that's not it. it yeah. I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because there might be other people who heard it that way. I think yeah. the way that I hear it or what it means to me is God wants us to have no other gods before him. Oh my gosh. And, yes. And so again, that's not a, it's not a threat to us and that's not a works-based uh, thing. It's a, when your heart, Rebecca or Sophia is ordered rightly then you can truly enjoy these other gifts. Like you just said, then yes. you can handle it. If you guys enjoyed that episode or you have questions, comments, suggestions, email me. I check my email every day and I will respond to you. You can reach me at podcast at rebecca-ann.com. That's podcast at R-E-B-E-K-A-H dash a n n e dot com. 
drop me a line. I cannot wait to hear from you. And I might even read your email on the air. Also, don't forget to rate this show, review it, share it with friends. Let's keep getting this type of teaching out there into the world. I need your guys' help to do that.